0: Welcome to Mouth Wide Open, I'm your host Shay Renee, Reckless Monet, now let's get it open. It's time for the word, what you got for us today Reckless? So
1: the word is S T D According to an article from Fox, right? sexually transmitted diseases rose during the first year of COVID-19 pandemic. According to a published report from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention released this week, the number of reported cases of syphilis, gonorrhea, and congenital syphilis surpassed 2000, 2019 levels while chlamydia declined. federal agency said the number of STD cases originally declined during the early month of the pandemic in 2020 but resurged later in the year. The report stated that the number of reported cases of gonorrhea was up 10% while primary and secondary syphilis was up 7%. So what do you think about that?
0: I think that that is crazy. Which then goes into our topic. Do you think you should reveal your status? Yes. I concur. So, <laughs>
1: I I, I have that big
0: word (laughs) so I have a story alright what's up so so I have a friend who you know he thought he was going to get a little action he went to a friend's house that he met that night so quote unquote friend so they were sitting in the living room chilling on the couch him and the girl And they were just talking. They were gigging and vibing. And then, you know, he's very observant. So he looked around, scanned the room, and he just saw a bottle of pills. And he was like, oh, so what are those? And Mm. she was like, well, I have HIV. (laughs) He said he tried to keep a straight face and not look all crazy. Because he didn't want her to be alarmed. And he didn't just immediately get up. He, like, sat there and talked to her and chilled. But he said, like, he felt like his life was spared because, you know, if she wouldn't have told him, you know, most men, not wrapping it up, he would have did the do, and then that would have been maybe a consequence for him. So I was kind of, like, lesson learned. So I, I guess my question is, like, do
1: you think that she was going to tell him eventually? Or is she just going to, just like, ride it
0: out? I think she was going to ride it out because uh, she also told him that she had told other guys about her status but they like whatever let's let's get it in
1: I mean I hear like you know when I when I used to live in Florida right one of my close friends there she was very pretty right mm-hmm. and it would just be like amazing to like to her about how many men that would want to sleep with her without using any protection and she was like what the hell like why would you not just wrap it
0: up
1: you know or like why like why why risk your life basically
0: for just that like I told you five minutes of pleasure for a lifetime of pain I don't get it I don't understand it but I mean I think men and women take the risk and take the chance to have unprotected sex because they're in that moment
1: or they'll say
0: I'm drunk or I blacked out I didn't know what was going on and it's just like they don't look at the consequences of their actions at the time because at the time it doesn't really matter it's kind of like I'm doing what I want to do YOLO you only live once mm-hmm. I get what you're saying but like I feel like it's deeper than that because it's just like
1: I'm not sure if it's like a, a generational thing right whereas like let's say like HIV or AIDS first came out and you know how like people thought that if you touch somebody you would just automatically get AIDS right Oh no, don't touch that person. You're gonna give you AIDS, right? Right. And as more education had, like started to come out, you started to discover that it's sexually transmission sexually transmitted. It can be uh like blood transfusions, uh blood transfusion, stuff like that, right? But a lot of people who had HIV or AIDS, they were afraid to disclose their status because they didn't want that that stigma on them. You know, they didn't want people to be afraid to come around them. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like now with the day and age, like, I feel like people are more open to disclosure their, their status. But I, I don't know.
0: I would say I kind of disagree because I know some people, and mm-hmm. I would say there are about four or five of them. They haven't necessarily disclosed their status to me. I know their status because of just some other things. So I think they feel comfortable with you or they feel close to you. I feel like people are more apt to disclose their status, but if they really don't know you, they're not going to be like, oh, hey, by the way, I have HIV or, oh, by the way, I have herpes because there's a stigma that goes along. It's like people look at you as though you're dirty whereas, you know, they did something that you do on a daily basis or that you do yourself. It's just you you were lucky, or you maybe took precautions that maybe they didn't take. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that people are like, oh, wave the flag. I have HIV. Oh, wave the flag. I have chlamydia. Oh, wave the flag. I have gonorrhea. I don't think that people really think about those things when they're doing things. And I know people who have. HIV and they still out here wild like ain't nothing ever happened. They ain't telling nobody. They just doing themselves because I guess they feel like, well, don't ask, don't tell.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was funny because like when um like way back when I was uh, watching this, was it was it Instagram or TikTok or something like that, right? So this girl went on on. I feel like it was Instagram, right? She went on Instagram and she was like. I got AIDS, right? Mm -hmm. And she was proud about it, but then she went on to list, like, I swear, it seemed like 10 guys that she done fucked, right? Back to back. And she was like, and all these men are married, so guess what? If his name was mentioned in my my broadcast, you might want to go get tested. Wow. And so, like, the thing is that she knew, but she didn't tell these dudes that she was hunching she had AIDS so like like on some like vindictive shit she went on the internet and basically put all that shit on blast you know what I'm so saying
0: what, what happened
1: I don't know I don't know what happened I just thought it was funny because it's just like dang like you didn't think about this or like dang like she was on some other shit you know you got people out there like that like, they want some other shit, like, really just trying to spread the disease around. You know what I'm saying? So, I yeah. guess it's, like, I guess it's twofold. Like, how precautious are you and how, like, the person with the disease, they stay in status, You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, I guess, though. So. But, like I said, I think people do things, too, to see... Are you willing to do this not knowing what my status is? Or are you just that careless? And as she stated, if you're on this list, you might want to get tested. Because I'm sure that these people came to her and were with no protection, no nothing. It was like, let's just get it in. And they had wives and girlfriends at home. Yeah, they have. They was, they was all married men. She said it. She,
1: and then she, then she said the, the wife's name, which made it even more scandalous. Like, she's just out there just really just trying to spread the virus around.
0: But who is responsible, her or them? I don't know. I guess both. I mean, in the eye, like we were talking about, you know, before, in the eyes of the law, that's kind of like attempted murder. But really, is it if you also don't play a part in your own health? You know, like, in,
1: in, like, preparation for this show, you know, I was I was reading some, uh, some laws about that or some, like, some states consider it a crime and some states don't. Like, if you knowingly have sex with somebody that told you their status, then you can't, in some states, you can't sue that person or you can't say attempted murder or something like that because they already told you. But you willingly had sex with them anyway. Are you willingly, you know, participating in whatever it is? So you can't seek re- re- retribution.
0: So but, then again, whose fault is it? Like, who do you put the blame on? Do you say, oh, because you didn't reveal your status, then you're wrong? Or if I have to reveal your status, something happened? Because people always feel like, oh, well, even though you told me, still should have protected yourself, or you still should have done something differently, so that I wouldn't have got infected.
1: But I mean, if they told you, like, then the onus is on you what you want to do about it.
0: You know what I'm saying? I agree. I mean, but people always, you know, people, people look at things differently. It's kind of like, you told me, but guess what, you should have protected yourself, or, You should have just said, well, no, I'm not interested in doing that because, you know, I don't want to pass anything along. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, it's too late. Like, my thing is, like, if
1: you tell me and I still want to proceed, then I can't really be mad at nobody but myself. So I can't, like, sue you afterwards because I was unsatisfied with the outcome. Like, that that doesn't make sense to me buyer's remorse. Huh? A buyer's remorse?
0: <laughs> I got a living.
1: <laughs> and you thought it was worth it at the beginning. <laughs> you bought that
0: used car because come to find out it don't work like you thought it would. <laughs> I mean, STDs and STIs are a very serious topic, but I think people have gotten really careless with how they deal with it, how they approach it. I think a lot of people are just out here having sex willy-nilly, and it's just like, whatever. I don't know. I feel like after reading a whole bunch of articles and stuff, I feel like a lot of people are getting
1: tested, but I just feel like sex is way too much enjoyable to like stop the spread or you know, prevent prevent it. Like, somebody, like, you could be having a one-night stand, and somebody could be like, oh, by the way, I got I don't know, general awards or whatever. You know, it's like hot and heavy. Are you gonna stop it?
0: I mean, I I guess I understand what you're saying, but do you, but think about people when it's all said and done, and they've been given this disease, this sentence of, okay, well, you have this for the rest of your life. You don't think those people a certain kind of way and then on top of that what about those people that don't even know where they got it from
1: what about it
0: like (laughs) you know when you're sitting there thinking about okay i did this and now i have this but i don't know where it came from you know they don't know how many people after that person that they've slept with it's just like that's a lot of responsibility on a person what do you mean like that's a lot of responsibility
1: on a person like my thing is, is like there's always actions and then there's consequences right those two go hand in hand so if, if you feel like it's too much responsibility then I don't know what to tell you
0: <laughs> what I'm saying is so say for instance mm-hmm. you you're out there you're wild sleeping with this one this day this one the next day this one the next day and then six months down the line you get tested right and you find out okay i've been i'm positive Mm. you slept with so many people you don't know who gave it to you then you don't even know if you pass it along to somebody else so then do you think those type of people feel some type of responsibility for their actions
1: I feel like if that person really cares, you know what I'm saying. I feel like if usually stuff like that happens when you're younger, but you know, like when you like you don't think that you could die or you think you're indestructible, right? So I feel like
0: it really just depends on the person. And you know, they've even said that <laughs> older people are high risk for sexually transmitted diseases and sexually transmitted um, you know sexually transmitted diseases period because they don't they're at the age where it's kind of like they're on their way out so what does it matter so like what about those people my question is who they having sex with like <laughs> uh, other older people they're living in senior citizen homes and they just going around visiting rooms
1: so my question is is grandma and papa, like you you living, right? Like who started it in the first place? <laughs> I can't imagine grandma and papa out there just walling in the club for them to just randomly hook up with somebody. So my question is, are they like being a cougar out there in the streets? And then they bring it back to the retirement home and now
0: no, they have parties at the retirement home like going to the club. They have their little senior outies.
1: They have... <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having like a senior orgy or something like that?
0: Okay, you took it too far. Way too saying, far. That's not too far. Wrinkly saying. skin. Huh? The, <laughs> wrinkly skin, little movement. Yeah. No ma'am. No ma'am. <laughs> no ma'am. You can't... I can't picture it. I don't want to picture it.
1: <laughs> Mama and Papa out there just walling, living in living their best life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spreading the love like they like it like it's the seventies. That's what exactly
1: what it is. It's that free love mentality. They didn't have all that shit back when they was growing up. Think about it. When when HIV came and hit the scene were Like, what the hell is that? You know, they can handle syphilis and chlamydia. That's just some antibiotics. You got to
0: but, but what about that? general wards, herpes? And now the biggest thing out there now is HPV. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now that's like a long-term sense that you got to watch out for. Like, because that could it can or it can't give you cancer in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it clears up by itself, sometimes it doesn't, and then you end up with some some form of cancer because of it. You know, that's the crazy part about that. And a lot of people don't really know that much about it. So, but my thing is, like, somebody said I have HPV, somebody might just shrug their shoulders because it's like, what the hell is HPV? Right. Yeah, so why would like why would somebody care about it
0: I think that they would care if they really understood what it was but again revealing your status Mm -hmm. on on what scale do you find it's important for me
1: it's like like a (laughs) hundred
0: i mean i I agree with you but it's kind of like you can't make anybody tell you something you can ask but some people still aren't honest about those things so you have to do things to either protect yourself the best way you can because some things a condom just won't handle
1: but i mean like all right so let's say not speaking in a sexual sense right Mm -hmm. let's just say we out and about right and you know something that is very common amongst people's cold sores right Right. like uh or even aids like should you have to state whether or not you have like herpes on your mouth or like even aids if you just out and about living your life i don't know i
0: mean I think it depends on how it can affect another person. Um, I mean, I know that, like I said, I know that they have things like crap, but you have to be, you can't be somebody that already has the the disease. So, I mean, they have things out there like crap that are supposed to help prevent the spread and make people undetectable if they come in contact. And I mean, I know. HIV medication has come a long way so that it's not a, you know, where it's undetectable. Everything is undetectable. So, I wonder if people feel like because it's undetectable that they then don't have to say anything to anybody. I mean, if it's undetectable, that means that it that it can't spread, right? I'm not sure about that. You know, I, I, I mean, the jury's still out on that. I mean, I see all these commercials. So, exactly if that is something that is, you know, 100% foolproof, 80% foolproof, uh, you know, I don't know. It's not something that I really put a lot of energy and learning because I just, I know myself. So I just feel like that wouldn't be my situation. But not to say that it couldn't be, but I just feel like it wouldn't be based on how I live my life.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a mechanic by uh. For my day job, and I think about all the accidents that I have encountered, right, where it caused me to bleed and stuff like that. And then, like for like safety training, they'll they'll tell you about bloodborne pathogens and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like then that just causes me to think about like, do I really like should people, especially in like high risk situations? disclose whether or not they're HIV. You know, and I'm still like debating on that really in my head because it's like, yeah, you got gloves, but what if your gloves tear? Or what if you don't know that it's there and you have a cut? You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, for my saying I thought once they hit the air, it dies.
1: No, I thought it could live up to seven days on the surface. That we need to find out the answer to
0: because Air, once it hits the air, it, it's it's no longer it can affect you. No, I'm quite sure from all the many bloodborne
1: pathogens I took classes. I took I could have sworn to say like up to seven days or even like three to seven days or something like that.
0: Okay, I mean we we don't know, so that's like put a pin in it because we really don't know for sure if it's. Yeah one way or the other but you know moral of the story is is I think that people should really invest in themselves and
1: my question is how can you invest in yourself when like let's say something just randomly happens and you have no control over it like, like you know like somebody that, that has cold sores right right and they go and kiss on a baby, and now that baby got whatever it is that they had. You know what I'm saying?
0: I guess it's just a it's a it's a dangerous world, and you, you got to maneuver through it the best way you know how. <laughs> Cause you're scaring me. How, how, how am I scaring you? I don't know. You're just making me think about things that I don't think I've thought about in a while. I'm just like, mm. just like COVID-19. Look at how it spread.
1: Mm-hmm. so i mean yeah if you think about that it's like all right so that's like the number one thing right now is like oh do you tell people that you had the virus you know what i'm saying because like i could just be sneezing like i have seasonal allergies right and then people look at me sideways talking about i hope you don't hope you got a uh, coronavirus
0: i'm like man i got allergies <laughs> Well, something that I've experienced is is people have this thing like, Oh my god, I don't want to tell anybody I had COVID 19, I don't want anybody to know they had COVID 19. I've experienced that so many times. Like, somebody was in denial that they had COVID 19, they had passed out, got tested, was at work, you know, was in the hospital. It's like, oh, I didn't have COVID 19. No, I didn't get COVID 19. I'm just kind of like, Okay. I mean, uh, it's-
1: but, you know, you get people that, that come and, and talk in your ear, right? I had so many people, you know, come, like, so many drivers come to me and, like, try to, like, like get my, my take on the virus, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, I feel like it's just an overrated flu, but I'm not just uh here or there. But a lot of people feel like, oh... If somebody got COVID-19, they better not come near me. I'm like, that's a really one way of thinking, in my opinion, you know?
0: I mean, for me, COVID-19, because of the number of people that it has killed, and, you know, to me, that was all population control, by the way. But to me, the number of people that it has killed... Um, I mean, I guess it's similar to how the flu initially started because before there was a vaccine for the flu, people died from the flu, but you know, when COVID-19, the flu kind of was almost eradicated in a sense because nobody was getting the flu anymore because nobody was sneezing on anybody or nobody was in close proximity to other people so they couldn't get sick from the flu, but they were getting COVID-19 left and right. But how
1: do you know that it wasn't the flu and it
0: was COVID-19? That's the question. But I guess that's a different story for a different day. Right. Yes. <laughs> That'll be one of our other show topics. <laughs> um, but back to the whole revealing your status about uh, STDs, SDIs. I feel that it is important <laughs> that you take care of yourself in the best way that you can. I know that nothing is a 100% foolproof, So, condoms, spermicides, diaphragms, um, you know, all those good things that help you prevent the spread. Because, for me, you know, people have things, people do things, people live their life, and that's cool. But, I think you just need to be responsible um, when you do do anything in life. Do do (laughs) anything in life. (laughs) okay (laughs) what's your take
1: on it Uh, i feel like it would be nice to know but i mean there are situations out there where you really just you just bump into random people random strangers where like freak accidents might happen and you have blood you know you have blood everywhere you don't know that person right so i guess the 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 thing is it's just Like you said, um, do what you can to protect yourself, you know, Um, wear gloves, wear mask, or whatever. Or if you're having sex, like um, wrap it up or do something to try to uh, protect your life, you know, because your life is the most valuable gift there is.
0: I couldn't have said it better myself, Reckless. <laughs> so, do you have any closing words for today's episode? Stay safe. I like that. Stay safe. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Mouth Wide Open. We hope to get you to listen to us in the future on our next topic which will be to be determined (laughs) okay well thanks for listening guys we really enjoyed this today